Podcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 5, A Taste of Freedom. My name is Michelle Berlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? And Pete Woodward. That's me. Joining us today, why not, is Claire Collett. <laughs> hey. Uh, with a Zoidbergism right there at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us, Claire. Hi. Thanks for having me. Uh, I, it just as a little bit of background on this. I met you at a crazy Halloween party last year and said, we would love to have you on our show. <laughs> and, and now, exactly 12 months later, we've made it happen. Hey. Yes. So, it, I, I mean, I, I was telling you before we started, like, I did put your name on the list, like, that day. And I think I saw you at... Um, probably at Genghis Khan, like shortly thereafter. Yeah. It's like a month later. So, and it was just like every, I just like, fuck, like we need, <laughs> we have this whole list of people and the, the people that we have at on, we like it. It's just, it's hard. We don't have, we don't do this very often. It it's not like, like we've we had do. like, like a guest on like three different times and or multiple guests. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not times. hurt. I'm not crying right now. People can't tell. Not G- right give now. Give it time. But... You will. <laughs> <laughs> we we bring everyone down. Um, this week, uh, uh, ooh, that was a nice. Re- <laughs> I we hit all my that? elbow, you guys. <laughs> ooh, the, the new microphone stands have their own character. Um, <laughs> We were we were also talking before the show started about how timely this particular episode seemed to be, unfortunately. Yeah. And, yeah. and then it's, it made me wonder, on the Jumbotron, it looked like it was Bosco in a KKK outfit no. doing a dance. No. Please tell me I'm wrong. It is You were wrong. Okay, why? Because that's exactly what it looked like. It was a white gown. It was a pointy white cone on top of the head. Um, I, I actually was, know this. You do? Yes. Okay. Sweet. I'm, a like cartoon, like old cartoon enthusiast. So it's actually a Looney Tunes, like a real early Looney Tunes. Okay. And that's supposed to be a princess. Okay. Okay. So like, she's not got, like, like a white princess of the Aryan race. No. Okay. <laughs> no. More like a princess with like a really unfortunately colored cone hat thingy. Well, it was a black and white cartoon, to be yeah, fair. I mean, it yeah. could have been like mauve or yellow or any number of colors. It just had to differentiate. The right. cartoon was called The Queen Was in the Parlor. That sounds like some kind of Victorian sex game. Maybe it was. It's uh, We could make it a Victorian sex game if we want. It's true. It's that time of year. with. Uh, it's this from the song... Sing a song of sixpence. You know oh, that yeah. song? Sing a song uh, of sixpence, a pocket full of rye, something like that. A bag full of rye. Okay. <laughs> I have always heard Four pocket. and twenty naughty boys baked in a pie. Wait, no, this sounds like the... I thought it was Blackbirds. Yeah. I don't know, that's... <laughs> um, oh, God. The original... Neither of them sounds good. No. I'm just reading it. <laughs> and is the, is the pocket, or I guess the bag full of rye, referring to like seeds... Or whiskey? Yes. Either? Uh, <laughs> uh, see, mm-hmm. I I will contend once again that the stuff that came out of these early cartoons is completely fucked. Yeah. Uh, and Agreed. the people making them must have been insane. Can you shed any light on what exactly was going on in these animator rooms back then? Um, Probably a lot of drugs. Yeah. They were smoking that 1930s wacky tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> It was reef of madness. Jazz cigarettes all around. 
No, uh, actually, if you watch like the whole cartoon, it's really weird because like they're clearly trying to like get like that Disney thing going on because like all the characters kind of have like that like Mickey Mouse and like Pluto thing happening. I mean, Bosco, if he was part of this, or Bosco as characters have that. I mean, they've got more of a Disney thing than a. These are mostly all Mary, Mary Melody Melody's. stuff. So okay. it is all like Looney Tunes yeah. type things, but. I get yeah the the whole Disney looking animation. They started doing that more and yeah. pairing up mice and dogs and as friends, and then you have a dog as a pet. A what dog made, with a pet dog. What made Pluto so different from Goofy? Uh, Goofy could talk. Uh, open right? sexuality, and a strong <laughs> like BDSM relationship with Goofy. I think one was oh, a dog gosh. and one was a sub. Hmm. Caputo wasn't even allowed to Let's talk. Let's not talk about this anymore. And wear pants either. She's <laughs> <laughs> uh, bringing up so many questions. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, it, it's kink all around in those old cartoons. I, I just, uh, I, we, every week, uh, now just out of habit, basically, I have to ask Tom about what was going on because it's like that 10-second context-free clip and it's always just like, ah! <laughs> what is that? Right, and then it, then it jumps right into like Zoidberg doing the freedom dance, which was just, oh my god, freedom, 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 oh yeah, <laughs> this this was such a Zoidberg heavy episode without the uh, baggage of the trip back to his planet. Yeah, and he's a lot help, happier in this episode than he is normally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. he's celebrating freedom, um, as and the, you know, the only way he knows how, but uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> there is a line that uh, it was right at the beginning where Fry says that Freedom Day sounds like a feminine hygiene product. <laughs> and he's not wrong. Freedom Day. I just need to go down to the store and pick up a box of Freedom Day. Yeah, which coming from our time-ish to then would totally make sense. But then it's all like nude hot tubbing in the Freedom Tub. <laughs> and Hermes making his shattered bones feel good. I have several <laughs> questions about that freedom tub. Such as? Just, what, I, I mean, like, everything is, like, so weird in, like, Freedom Day. Like, mm -hmm. what's really in that tub? Like, with everyone. It did look everyone, strange. It didn't look like normal Yeah, like, water. that bubbling water was just real questionable looking. Well, so what, I mean, to potentially, what with could the consequences, be? right? <laughs> Spleck. Would it be, I mean, could it be champagne? Could it be kombucha? It was like a weird uh, bubbly blue. Yeah, it so look like water. It, uh, it could be kombucha then. It could be any kind of weird future liquid. Yeah, it could be a liquid that hasn't even been invented yet. Maybe. I don't point, know. The point is, it's, it's freedom. Day. It feels good to get naked in, and that's really all we need to be concerned <laughs> about. The, uh, the, but the, I mean, I guess the whole concept—it's almost like the purge was just like, do whatever you want for just this right. one day. And uh, I think, I don't think that we could handle that freedom as a society. Oh, no. God, That's, no. Yeah, like, no. Oh God, no. <laughs> watching it, I'm wondering, like, how much of the purge came from this Just episode? Just this one episode. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, uh, it's a nice thought experiment to kind of work through. Like, what, what, if you could do anything you wanted to do for one day, no judgment, no consequences, what would it be? Punch babies in the face. 
Really? Oh, no, I'm just cool. kidding. I don't know. You punch him in I the stomach. <laughs> Claire? Only the ugly baby. God. <laughs> not, not to put you on the spot, but think of something right now. Oh, God. After punching babies, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I almost said kicking puppies, but I felt that would have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where Tom's coming from. I don't know if we're going to hang out anymore. <laughs> Tom has a whole menagerie in his house. <laughs> As there's how many animals now? 17? Alive? 18? Alive, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. they're alive. Oh, thank oh, God. Okay. All right, Except good. his roommate, who's about 75% dead, but just because he's like toenails and hair. What? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I haven't checked. It might just be a pile of toenails and hair. At this point, it could be. <laughs> uh, held together by paint. <laughs> I haven't poked the pile of hair in a while. So any anything, one thing. Or, or a number of things, I guess. I mean, really, that's what Freedom Day is all about. What about you, Pete? What would I do? I'd take a nap all day long. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's you're free I mean, to do what you want. I'd probably have to take drugs to do it, but just to have like a whole day. It, it would be literally the most indulgent, slovenly thing I could do personally because I, I can't be still for that long in the first place. But then all of the stuff that I always have to do, like sometimes I can sneak an hour, sometimes I can sneak two. But to just be like, I'm going to lay on the couch and binge Netflix all day. Like I have not done that in 10 years. Mm. It has not been possible for me to do. Mm. Must be nice. Right. Michelle? What would I do if it was Freedom Day? Nobody's been. I guess Tom was pretty violent with the baby punch. I'm not violent. I'd probably just steal a bunch of money. Oh, see, that's smart. I just rob a bank and save it for later. That's like wishing for more wishes. See, that's way way more forward thinking. But, like, you'd still have to deal with the consequences? Yeah, because... The question is, just with it. Just with the consequences. But, like, no one will stop you? I don't know. I guess... What if one person's only thing they ever want to do on Freedom Day is stop a bank robbery? Oh, no. Hmm. Then you're screwed. They could try, but there's so many banks. <laughs> yeah. I should not be saying this. I work for a bank, but I don't work <laughs> in the bank. <laughs> it's, it, I don't work anywhere near money. It's fine. <laughs> it, you're actively trying to get more money from people. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I wonder how that works. Like, if you say you could get in and out of the bank, like Joker style, like you arrange an elaborate heist. If you clear out on Freedom Day and go stick the money wherever you need to stick it, are you free and clear? Or is it just like, we're not going to prosecute you today? Or if you execute the entire plan on that day, is it consequence-free? Right. Or is it just disregarding the consequences? Well, I mean, this is the whole point of this episode, too. I mean, uh, Zoidberg ate the flag. His freedom isn't free. because, But he wanted to do that. Yeah, but he, self-expression. There was consequences. And see what happened? I punched one baby in the face, and maybe <laughs> I start World War III. I think it doesn't even take that much. The wrong baby. <laughs> Kim Jong-un? <laughs> Pick a baby, any baby. kind of looks like a baby with a weird haircut and a nice outfit. Um, and, that's, and that's how we started World War III. Um, a baby with a nice outfit. <laughs> but Zoidberg's, uh, so Zoidberg was talking about how you should appreciate the freedom because it's, you know, back on his home planet, he wasn't free. But as he kept like doing the flashbacks, I kept thinking like, was, 
Was it really that they weren't free, or is it just that everyone got guilt-tripped into not being free because of their own hang-ups? I felt like it was more... They are that Jewish type Yeah, like it was, it was just so kind of a I very... I think that was kind like, of uh, another portion of that. Old-timey, stereotypical, yeah, like... like You'll uh, never be as good as your brother. Or yeah, your, why can't you be a doctor? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be a doctor. Well, why, why aren't you going to be a comedian? You gave that up. You gave up on your dreams. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, you, basically the parent that you will never make happy, which has been a, a trope right. uh, for, for ages. I want to button every time we use that word. That just, just, to, just to, like the, the trope word. button. Trope button. <laughs> I think I used it correctly, though. <laughs> you think you did, too. But we had the problem with it. It was getting used repeatedly in a kind of tangential way. Lewis. Um. <laughs> if it start getting overused, just like slam like a hip hop like horn sound, just like. Bwah. Well, we we. That is my favorite hip hop sound. <laughs> well, I mean, the one time yeah. we were we had Tom Waits here breaking bottles, and it just exploded and got ugly. There's glass everywhere. It's a it's a whole thing. <laughs> um, but the, then his his as as his his explanation of why everyone's free on earth is because no one cares. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe that's in his head too, because no one cares about Zoidberg. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then Fry says, we're not listening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is a nice counterpoint to last week's superhero thing where they're like, Oh, it gives us the power over aquatic animals. They're like, Hey, Zoidberg, screw you. <laughs> um, but then they, so, so, uh, there were the two Washington memorials, one for Washington the Sweat Hog, which is at this point that's such a deep reference because I don't I don't know of anybody I didn't get that. What is that? I didn't It's I a didn't character on Welcome Back Cotter. Washington was one of the sweat hogs, this like the street uh, gang that, that yeah. John Travolta oh, okay. and Horshack and okay. uh, I believe Washington was the tall African American gentleman who was sort of like the yeah. the angry leader of the group as opposed to uh Travolta's doofus and Horshack's nebbish. I, I can't say that I've ever seen Welcome Back, Cotter. And that's, that's my point, really. Is I just, I'm old, and I was like, oh, I get that. And 20 years ago, there was probably still some connection. But um, there were, uh, well, there were the two monuments, and the other, they explained the other one later, so I misinterpreted that. But then the, the Freedom Day Parade is, like, super militarized. Yeah. yeah. Which... Um, do you, do any of you ever go to like the Memorial Day or the Fourth of July parades here? I do not because I don't like getting stuck in downtown Lakewood, surrounded by people shoulder to shoulder for hours. Yeah, that sounds. Horrifying. I will occasionally go to Lakewood Park for the fireworks, but that's I, even worse. Oh, I, I have it all figured out. You uh, live right. I know this is the best part. If we walk across the street and stand by the railroad tracks, we can see the fireworks. Yeah, yeah. it's it's perfect. But even and you walk, well, we down can walk the street down there. and then you can go to the parade too. Yeah, and that's so we can go to the parade and we can walk back up. But even that is militarized. There's like these. I I don't think they do tanks, but they have like you know military carriers and stuff, and then like the army corps Drones. and things. Yeah, it's they have cameras up now. Yeah, for the mm -hmm. in the park and no dogs allowed and. Yeah, there's um, there's dogs allowed. The strictly no dogs allowed in Fourth of July. During Fourth of July, yeah. yes, yeah, because they'll freak out and try and. But some dogs people. like fireworks. Name one. <laughs> Scruffy. Was it was it your friend Scruffy that you met <laughs> at summer camp in Canada, Tom? Uh, his name is Glass. George Glass. <laughs> <laughs> it was just. 
I mean, I was never even really a parade person, and especially like now, uh, you know, very much of my family will spend March preparing for and then suffering after the St. Patrick's Day parade. What? Why? Because I don't. They they just they enjoy it. There's nothing about those kinds of things I really enjoy. Now the change for me was like I've got a kid, and you try and get the, just the experience, and she enjoys that they throw candy. Like if you do go to the the parades, they just throw candy for free at you. Which is it's good enough to bribe a lot of people. Yeah, One is time. it like Tootsie Rolls? Sometimes it's like it... Jolly Ranchers, or uh, you might get like coupons for free ice cream. Oh, okay, that's well, worth it. Yeah, I was <laughs> in, I was in that parade once, and Dude. our float won best float of the parade. What was the float? Uh, for a place I worked called Nature's Bin, it was a you know a grocery store or like yeah. a health mm-hmm. food organic store. We all dressed up as organic fruits and vegetables and rode around in a cornucopia type <laughs> float. I was grapes. Grapes. Bunch like, of grapes. Like the Fruit of the Loom grapes? Yes. That's awesome. Except yeah. the purple tights that they got me were way too small and I put them on and they totally ripped. Oops. So I just uh, went without. I was just grapes with, <laughs> with human legs. <laughs> You're just free ball grapes. <laughs> Which is ultimately more troubling than you and ripped purple tights, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but I, I mean, even in even in America, like when you run a parade, because first of all, th- what do, what do we have parades for? At least here, I mean, Cleveland, you get St. Patrick's Day, you get Memorial Day, you get Labor Day, or Fourth uh, of July. I think that's really about it. There might be like a Christmas parade or something, but that's always a shit show. Do we have a Thanksgiving parade? No, no, I, I don't know. Well, some of the birds might. Yeah, but like, why would I mean? There's a lot of people. Uh, depending we have parades on the parade, when our sports teams win. That's awards. well, yeah. Even sports that's games. terrifying. I mean, 1.3 million people descended on downtown Cleveland in one day. Yeah, which that is was like insane. Twice as many people live in the entire actual city. It's it's, I don't know that many people. Period. Just creeps me the fuck out. Yeah, and then if you have like guns, whether they're loaded or not, or tanks or whatever, it's like I I can't be here. Why are we parading our own military strength in front of ourselves? Who are, are we trying to like impress or suppress people? No more than six people in a group at a time. That's a that good, should be the rule. It's a good rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Never trust entire any more parade than... disperse. <laughs> yeah, GTFO. Um, and then the, you know, there's the fighting Dukakai, which. <laughs> I love, but again, I don't know how many people are even going to get that at this point. Like, is that it's a twofold thing. One, Dukakis's name was funny, mm-hmm. and two, there's like this famous photo of him in a tank. Right. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, that was just. Uh, I remember that election, and it was just insane, like how badly it went. I do have a note. Uh, ask Pete about the fighting Dukakis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so apparently he got cloned. I'm surprised they didn't do it as a head. That would have made more sense, unless there's, like, a cloned race of Dukakai. Um, so what, like, around what year would of Dukakis been? He ran against Bush Sr. So In the first or s- Well, Bush Sr. only ran, well, he, uh, wait. It was after Reagan served two terms. Uh-huh. Bush then, ran against Dukakis. Okay. Because w- Reagan couldn't be reelected. So late 80s? 88. 88, okay. So I'm mean, just or, trying to figure out, like, back in 02 when this 
show is it was that? still a like, pretty dated reference, but it's so still is a dated reference. But somebody watching it in their, you know, twenties, yeah, like yeah. mid twenties, is gonna probably would probably get that. Well, yeah, like uh, someone who is our age now, twenty years ago, would f- still get the Nixon references because that yeah. would have been like in, they would have been awake for that, so to speak. We should have someone know. on like that. Yeah, we'll find one. No young whippersnappers like me. Well, I mean, we don't need to get into it specifically, but <laughs> I'm clearly the oldest, and then it's probably a fight between you and Michelle to see who's the youngest. We established mm. last week that I'm <laughs> I'm much closer to her mother's age than I am age. timeless. <laughs> yeah, you you, <laughs> you are. Tom's, Tom's got a baby face, except for all that hair. That's why he gets jealous of other babies and wants to punch them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and still uh, carrying on. Zap is still Earth's greatest space hero. How has he not disgraced himself yet? I just fucking love Zap Randy. I love how he's <laughs> he was asking women to flash him, and Linda does it. Yes. <laughs> like, thanks, Linda. Right. <laughs> Throws her With beam. some familiarity. And is that because they, you know, they know each other, or just they're both famous? Man, I it's Linda. I think Linda just went crazy. No, yeah. I think, yeah, but then Borbo flashes Linda, and she... <laughs> What do you think? Out. What do you <laughs> think he showed her? That is... <laughs> I, okay. Who knows? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, because Morbo could have like, it could be like a transparent thing where you can see all the organs and things going around. Inside. I picture, I picture it like when Freddy Krueger lifted up his shirt in one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, and it's like all the souls, like like a pushing out in, in his. Ooh. I can subscribe like, to that. Yeah, something, and maybe they're like Morbo babies. (laughs) Either that, or it's like a bunch of like little tiny holes. Stop! Oh, where they're like clustered together. Yeah. What's that? That's it's called trypophobia. Yeah, trypophobia. It's those. Those are the, and they show up everywhere. Just the little ads at the bottom of like BuzzFeed articles and stuff, where it's just like, fuck you, fuck you for putting that there. It's as bad as the CNN autoplays, where like. I want to be informed, but when all that, like, you know, when something like Las Vegas happens and I want to find out what they know and what's happening, I don't want to go to the page and hear autoplay video of a fucking terrorist attack. Right. I don't, I don't need it. Like Mm -hmm. I, I can barely handle the fucking information to begin with. So like when you're scrolling through and it's like, here's a nice puff piece that George Takei posted. And then you get to the bottom and it's like, here's weird holes in a Japanese girl's knee. And you, you want to vomit because it's just like clickbait. It makes you feel better. Those were just frozen peas. Where? (laughs) <laughs> the, the the girl's knee, the Japanese girl's knee, that was just peas. Like, she kneeled on peas. I don't care. It's still, <laughs> it's not right. I still don't want it to exist. It's no. gross. No. I, like, mm-hmm. I can understand psychologically how, like, seeing people pop zits and videos would be satisfying. <laughs> I don't, I don't need it in my life. And, that, and they put things like that in there, too. People, like, there's one guy in particular in my Facebook feed that, like, We'll just post shit to fuck with people. And it, I should, I should really, I really, I should unfollowed. just unfollowed. Yeah, that's. <laughs> we have to stop the podcast. So you can just go to Facebook and unfollow yeah, this guy. Yeah, excuse me. I got to go turn him off. Um, but the, uh, I don't know, the rest of the parade, the disco band, were, were all like the dupe official, uh, like the military band basically, but doing like a disco inferno type thing. That was awesome because we could use a little more funk when we have those things going on. You agree? I think the Boy Scouts should have warheads. 
How do you mean? Well, they had that in the parade. It was like Boy Scout troop, and they had a warhead. That was like part of the thing. Just like on their parade, it was like a missile? Yeah. We're, doesn't anybody remember this? I didn't yeah. dream this. No, I remember it. We oh. got you. They, 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 got their, <laughs> they got their missile I'm just going back badge. to that. That just just like militarized Boy Scout troops, mm-hmm. they should get their warhead patch. Oh, oh, like okay. Um, I don't know, the pat the whole patch system. I was never a Boy Scout, so I can't go into that t- discussion I, right now. I was briefly. Uh, it was it was unsatisfying. We'll just leave it at that. There wasn't any real like. I think I promoted into not the enough next animal level. killing. Right? No, I mean I. They have really kick-ass badges now. They do, but have they sort of uh, eliminated their hobophobia? Like Java? I don't think they have. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't don't know. I haven't been a Boy Scout for (laughs) 50 years. My mom wouldn't let me be a Girl Scout. My mom wouldn't let me either. She was like, no, you'll hate it. And then that was it. (laughs) I just never asked again. Upon adulthood, I realized it was because my sister was a Girl Scout, and my mom didn't want to have to be Cookie Mom. Oh. Yeah. So. Well, I could see that. What, what I was what getting is Cookie there? Mom? I can tell you, because I've been the a, mom I've been a Cookie Dad. cookies. Oh, when you order the cookies. Yeah, but you can't eat any of the cookies, so right. it's torture. So my, my daughter my mom is was a, Cookie Mom. She's once. a brownie right now. Mm-hmm. And when she was a daisy, which is the pre-brownie. Why can't state. the brownies sell... Brownies. Brownies. <laughs> I think they that, did once. Girl Scout, but like Girl Scout cookies are let little eight-year-olds go door to door selling brownies. We should put the Girl Scouts in charge of like delivering aid to Puerto Rico because their operation for like distribution and everything is it's. I mean, it's it's like it German precision. Point. Yeah, and and so like the first year that my daughter was in Daisies, my wife uh, volunteered to be cooking mom. I was not consulted. But this very room at that time for about a month and a half was stacked five feet tall with boxes of cookies. You could walk through from here to here. We had like the outer chairs open so we could still sit and eat meals. I opened a package and stole a cookie out each podcast taping. Oh. They never knew. It was, I mean, it's it's insane. And then it's like, like I, I am very much for the... Uh, the skills and the philosophy behind it, like I'm, I'm happy that my girl's part, participating in it as long as she's happy to do so. But it's also like, it's like so many other things. Like if you get totally wrapped up in it, you have to basically cut off everything else that you're doing because it can just eat up your entire life with all of the extracurriculars and everything. Right. And like, I mean, you don't have to be cookie mom. So maybe your mom was a really, really good cookie mom. She probably was. Nina Colette does everything perfectly. Would... I mean, is it, does she have a boundary issue where if they said you need to be cookie mom, she couldn't say no? Probably. Okay. Yeah. So it's, I mean, that's, she doesn't want to offend anybody, you know? Yeah. We don't have that problem here. Yeah. She passed it on to me. That's why I'm here. I'm is she, absolutely horrified. Is right she now. easily offended? I sure hope she doesn't end up listening to this. No, <laughs> not at all. My mom is tough as nails. We've we've only had one guest that their mom listened to the podcast and then uh, questioned her about things. <laughs> she, she, no, she didn't question. She was upset. Oh, yeah, she was upset. But that's not our fault. We didn't say anything. Yes. No, she I'm, I'm going to hide this from my mom because my mom doesn't know that I 
can say words like fuck. Uh oh. Um, my mom listens. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. It's I fine. Mean, my mom says fuck. It's cool. Okay. Hi, well, mom. Your mom also has twenty five thousand computers with different IP addresses that <laughs> download us each time. So she does not. <laughs> That's my 60, grandma. <laughs> I'm still trying to explain to my mom what a podcast is. I've tried. I just gave up. It's like radio, but it's not. You can listen to it anytime. Well, what time are the shows on? It's never <laughs> mind. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> You're not going to want to hear anything I it's say. It's the anyway. internet. No, my, uh, Nina Cola definitely has lots of feelings. I well. we all we all have lots of feelings. <laughs> we'll deaden those too. Um, I. I think it was interesting that right off the bat, they get to Nixon being like, there's too much freedom uh, on Freedom Day, which is apparently exactly what's happening in our goddamn country right now. <laughs> and it's terrifying. Like, how does this not ever go away? Um, why do people still think that? Think what? That there's too much freedom and simultaneously not enough. I don't understand. I, I mean, I don't understand anything anymore. What honestly. does freedom yeah. mean to like, me? Robin Banks, apparently. (laughs) We all just need to go lie down on our afternoon nap blankets. Oh, God. Mm. If I could could have a siesta every day, I'd probably be 60% happier. I think everyone would. I don't think we'd be having these problems. But then we'd have to do something that they do in Europe, and that's not going to happen here. God forbid we take a lesson from the Spanish. Damn dirty liberals. (laughs) Is actually... (laughs) Foreigners. they're the worst I see I don't like this episode I don't know we haven't even gotten there yet but yeah I don't really like this episode and partly I think is because it makes me think about things and then I start (laughs) feeling things about stuff Yeah, and I don't want to and then I get angry and then I just because I can't understand it like you just asked about freedom and no I, I don't even understand history anymore like literally like everything is not as it was or I should know, be I or know. how i don't understand it's like i'm there just never like, was a captain america I, it's it's all bullshit yeah um i I, could, I think that is the worst part of it all somebody that people looked up to so much captain america oh i thought you're gonna say harvey weinstein no no god oh, <laughs> although it will never make me not love scream no, it's. I read an article about like still b- basically being able to divorce the art from the artist, and it's so hard. Oh, it is. It's it's hard. Like, same kind of issues with the Jeepers Creepers guy, right? Yeah, like, really. Well, but worse because it's like children. Oh God. I don't know all that much about it, but I saw some some AV Club posts yeah. recently Who did about. Creepers? So uh, here's something interesting, Slurmcast fans. We had a power outage here at our uh, House of Pods, so we are going to soldier on with our iPhones, and Tom will cobble it all together, but if the sound quality takes an immediate shit, that's why. So uh, it's, it's not going to get any better right now unless the power comes back on. Um, I'm going to continue to talk into my microphone because I feel more comfortable <laughs> doing it that way. Okay. My, my mic went limp, you guys. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. Um, happens from time to time. You know, <laughs> you know what we could use right now is some Shankman's rubbing compound. <laughs> we all take care of some rubbing now that all the lights are out. It costs a little more. <laughs> but it's, it's worth, worth it. it. It's worth it. Um, there was a lot of Charleston Chew 
Yeah, what's, what's the deal with Charleston Chew? I don't know. That that was, I mean... It Other is than it a, being like the worst candy? Well, it's not the worst because we, we, we definitely talked about that recently. Uh, circus peanuts, I thought we decided were the worst, right? I don't candy know. corn. Can- I, I, I like yeah. candy corn. <laughs> I think we're I not going to get into that yeah. discussion again. It got heated. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's a big, weird taffy, I guess. But the fact that it came up so much, was like, is it just because it sounds funny because of the alliteration? Or is it is it something more? It's not, I looked it up, I've like researched it. And even in like Futurama lore or whatever, like it comes up. A couple times, but that's it. I think it just was like a funny. It sounds funny. It sounds sounds funny. funny. Charleston Chew and having Richard Nixon saying Charleston, Charleston Chew. Yeah, I think they just yeah. Oh. They, they just choose things based on what they can have Nixon say. <laughs> the uh, the reference to the flag is old freebie. Uh, that was yeah. super. Like I I really enjoyed that, and then uh, like Zoidberg, I often swell with patriotic mucus myself. <laughs> Every Fourth um, of July. Oh, more often than that. I mean, two or three times a day. Oh, so. I'm a strictly holiday. <laughs> it's only holiday <laughs> news for you. Um, yeah, so we actually get to the uh, the actual a plot of this whole episode now. Um, for a matter of freedom, self expression, Zoidberg eats old freebie, and people lose their shit because how dare he eat the flag? Um, I thought it was a weird thing for him to just go up there and want to eat it. He was overcome. He was swollen with patriotic mucus. He says, to express oneself by doing a thing is the very essence of Freedom Day. That is true. (laughs) And that was the thing that he chose to do. Well, also, Zoidberg has been known to eat lots of weird stuff. Like garbage. Like like actual garbage. garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is why he's partially why he smells so bad. My new cat ate a combo yesterday. <gasps> he's so cute. He's, a, he's definitely a garbage wait, cat. Wait, 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 wait. A new cat? Yes. Well, the kitten. The kitten. It's a kitten. I only have four cats, Pete. <laughs> oh, only God. four. Only four. That's disgusting. That I, I mean, it's a, that's an untenable number of feelings. It's, um, it's disgusting until my heating bill is super low because I have... So much warmth. <laughs> they just orbit you as you walk around the house. Black, he just straps the them key on. is keeping <laughs> keeping the heat low enough where it forces all the animals to come cuddle with you because they're cold. He takes mm-hmm. two of them and straps them on like a Sean Connery shardage. <laughs> and the, the trick is getting his jeans over that. Sometimes the tail sticks out through the fly. It's a whole thing. It looks really inappropriate, but really, it's kind of cute. Um, but that's the thing. So, like, people are losing their shit right now, literally right now in this day and age in our country because, like, professional athletes are protesting the national anthem, which is their right to do, I imagine. That's kind of what it says in the Constitution. And people are losing their shit. And our shithead vice president went and spent hundreds of thousands of taxpayer dollars to go protest, basically to do a publicity stunt. Right. Like the kind of, you know, dickhead he is to, to protest the protesters. Cause that works. I, I don't know. It, it, 
this hit really close to home. I get your, but it was good. I get your whole thing, Tom, about being like it made you think and have feelings about right. stuff. But... Right, exactly. I don't that that whole thing. I I I don't even know. Like, I mean, I do. I don't even want to say anything to even like. That's the problem too. Is that I'm afraid to even voice an opinion because of all the shit that where it's like. Because if you voice it on social media, which is not a forum for voicing yeah. anything sincere, it'll just turn into a shit show. Whatever your intentions are, you know, it something will happen. Someone will act like a dick, and someone will act like a dick back, and on and on and on. And it's just that, you know, everyone's killing each other. Um, I just, I, I've had this discussion with, uh, with friends who understand sports, as I don't, about, like, the whole Chief Wahoo uh, mascot thing. Like, I just, I don't personally get that worked up. Like, and and, and you know, if it's awful, it's awful. I get that. I get what the protests about the, the National Anthem thing are. And it's like, why? Who cares? Who cares? I, I, that's really what I'm trying to get to. It's just like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even understand being that worked up about anything to be like, oh my God, it's disrespectful. Okay. It's disrespectful. What... What does it matter to you? Like, literally, how does this impact your life? And the answer is, not at all. Because we shit on other people in other countries all the time. And that doesn't bother anybody here. It's the same thing. Like, if you're going to have that kind of reverence for one flag, you kind of have to have them for all of them. And then it gets into, like, uh, nationalistic patriotism. You're going to have so much fun editing this out of an iPhone clip, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know. I just, I, like... You know, people violently opposed to changing a logo is like, it's a corporate logo. Right. Or are you going to get upset if they change the Coca-Cola logo? And the answer is yes, people will. I just, I don't... The I, point I don't is, understand. who the fuck cares? Yes, exactly. It's a logo. It's, like, it, it, people are going to be pissed if they change it. People are going to be pissed if they don't change it. Who the fuck cares? It's a fucking logo. Right. Like, if it offends, like, if... if... Oh god, it's it's such like it's so hard to say because the word off- like offense is a dirty word now. But yeah. like if someone is offended by a logo, you don't get to decide whether or not it's okay for them to be offended by said logo. Exactly. Yes. I'm glad you're all way more articulate than I am. That is very I, I'm pretty sure I stole that from accurate. a comedian. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's from someone real famous. <laughs> that's, we, that's fine. We don't credit our sources. We're awful. Um, <laughs> that's not entirely true, I guess. If we know them, we do. Um, but yeah, so, I, I mean, Zoidberg gets run out of town on a rail, basically. They pull a Frankenstein's monster on him. Right. And chase him past the, the Klingon embassy, which is all pink and flowery. So just <laughs> a nice touch. Which is Hold on. Cool. Yeah. It just started doing something weird, and I have to make sure that it, uh... Uh-oh, Tom broke his phone already. We're cursed. Cursed, I tell you. So, uh, here's something interesting, Cerncast fans. I think you can turn that reverb off. Oh, uh, yeah. It sounds like we're in a cave. We are. <gasps> Who buzzed? Not me. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot to put... D&D back on. Oh, no. This is some bullshit first energy.
still have so many notes. I know. <laughs> I think I'm still running, Tom. Okay, that's fine. How much are we going to use of our grand debate anyway? Yeah, at this That's point, true. it's all going to get chopped up, isn't it? It's only been 10 minutes that we've been doing this, so there's that. Big clap. One, two, three. Okay. Oh, two claps. That was, <laughs> you were gonna do two. That was so well coordinated. <laughs> um, yeah. So Zoidberg gets to his embassy with the the Decapodians to talk with Ambassador Moivin. Um and and you know just this this whole thing like it really takes a turn here where it becomes basically an international incident. Or really an inter intergalactic incident right away, because uh, you know they don't want to release Zoidberg, even though he's, he's. I mean, it's basically like him defecting back to the Russians at that point, right? Um, and everybody just again loses their shit. Like, and they do call him the Red Menace. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that. That's yeah. Perfect. Oh, that's true. Oh my god! And what? Well, one of my favorite lines from this episode is back when they're uh, Nix is doing a speech and talking about uh, holding his bosom or whatever, and Fry's like, yes. "Anybody who laughs at it is a communist." <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, you know, immediately like the protest, and then there's the country singers uh, singing with the "Don't Mess with Earth," mm-hmm. who turns out to be the head of the ACLU. But here's where it gets great: Old Man Waterfall. <laughs> oh my god, old man. Most people just call me old man. How am I ever gonna remember that? <laughs> well that's the second waterfall we've met, right? No, it's the third, third? isn't it? Because oh. Free Waterfall Junior was in the Poplars episode and Free Waterfall Senior was in the uh, Penguin. Penguins episode, and now Old Man Waterfall, who I assume is Free Waterfall Senior's father. Probably. Uh shows up in this. Yeah. Again voiced by Phil Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh Always awesome to hear him. He does all the waterfalls. Yeah. Well, and, and <laughs> we're gonna need like a wall of just like with like some red yarn stuck to some pins. Yeah. Just, like, who? Like, when they were at that protest, waterfalls? the the protesters were saying two, four, six, eight. Eating the flag is bad. <laughs> that was amazing. I didn't. I tuned out for that part. Like I didn't even catch that because there's just so much other shit going on. Yeah. When when Bender starts talking to, to Old Man Waterfall, he goes, "Are you a robot or a garbage can with sparks coming out of it?" <laughs> sparks, sparks keep me keep warm. Me warm. <laughs> but but uh, you know, it it just from that point on, I feel like it really um, it really gets like going. Like it's just uh, you know, they they go to the Supreme Court, which. Is head justice Myrtle Fu, 
And Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Then... <laughs> well, he was the big reveal. I mean, you, yeah. had, you had... It started with Abe Bogota, and then uh, Sandra Day O'Connor, David Souter, Clarence Thomas, um, I don't know Stephen's first name, Antonin Scalia, and uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I mean, like, most of them are still on the Supreme Court now. Yeah. And then following up with Snoop Dogg, I thought we were going to get a Snoop Dogg cameo. I was really sad that he didn't say anything. Yeah. Actually, yeah. well, I mean... Is he in there again? I feel yeah, like yeah, he's he, he's there in the Supreme Court again, and he does speak. Yeah, is and it, it is there a deleted down, scene yeah. or yeah. something? No, 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 no. This Not is a, like a different, different episode. episode. Um, but the, the 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 I think the biggest surprise out of all of it was that Hyper Chicken lawyer was defending or prosecuting. He was the prosecutor. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> normally he's just uh, you know the the low rent defender, and he's he's working for Nixon, which seemed very surprising to me. Right, um, like, remembering this episode, like, I was trying to put it back together, like, when you told me which episode it was going to be, and I was just like, oh, yeah, that's the one with Hyper Chicken, and he's defending Zoidberg, right? And <laughs> my boyfriend's just like, no, I don't think so. And I'm just like, no, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. <laughs> no, you've got that all wrong. This is all going on in, like, a very, like, vicious debate while we're at work, just, like, typing furiously <laughs> to each other. You're half right. <laughs> At least you got the characters right, um, but but that was that was such a change with like Hyper Chicken being the slick big city lawyer compared to Old Man Waterfall, but the the argument, <laughs> this is this is such a wonderful argument that Hyper Chicken uses it's like freedom of speech has to do with comes out what comes out of a mouth not what goes into it, <laughs> which, I mean, you see this hand. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> uh, oh, I give my I fight tooth and nail to I lost, uh, lost this defend. real hand planting the flag when we took back Haley's comment. Just that the whole thing uh, with with old Ben Waterfall and he's like, uh, what is he? I love I love freedom more than my my seven wives. I'm a polygamist, and everyone's just like, Boo. and that keeps happening whenever it comes up. But uh, then, then it turns out after they they hook themselves up with the telepathy that it's like uh, flag eating is not protected free speech. Six to three. They didn't say who the dissenters were. I know that Ginsburg and Arconer would have been on it. Snoop Dogg probably. Snoop Dogg, you think? On yeah. Yeah. Abe Vigoda is probably pretty conservative. But like, <laughs> I don't know. But Zoidberg's resistance to apologize, like is what really sparks everything. Like, just that, that weird pride. Again, it's almost the same sort of thing where it's just like, who gives a shit? Just, just lie. Just lie and say you're sincere about being sorry and move on. But no. Uh, so he ends up getting sentenced He was standing behind his beliefs. Or he's a nincompoop. Yeah. 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 I mean, he was, he's being treated... I mean, yeah, I'm not. Sort of I'm well not suggesting that. that he should commit perjury, or that anyone should, for that matter. <laughs> Just I, this week on like, Slurmcast, how yeah. to commit perjury? Yeah. Rob Banks, punch babies in the face. <laughs> These are all things that we support. And we're gonna put that in our lead when we post it on social media too. <laughs> Baby punching, perjury, bank robbing, the whole deal. Um, I kind of want to have a seance right now. We kind of are already. <laughs> this is probably we <laughs> this probably happened because I'm this close to recruiting the gypsy robot in Worlds of Tomorrow. I'm so close. I'm so close. I am not close. Two crystal balls away. Um, 
But the double whammy decision, the rare double whammy decision that polygamy is legal. (laughs) And then old man comes back again with, I can't wait to tell my husband. And it is more. Everyone. It's like like it was the loudest boo. Yeah, it was an even louder boo. Um, And like, of course, Zap is the opportunist. I mean, you know, it's unfortunate now because I feel like increasingly um, Zap is really an analog for fucking president now just that baseless stupid arrogance and like complete disregard for any sort of consequences and entitlement and all that it's just like i feel between zap and uh nixon and this is exactly our president (laughs) yeah you heard the clips that billy west recorded reading (laughs) donald trump's tweets oh god they were i i swear i thought that was gonna Turn the election in a good way. Because you really, there's like, you go, oh yeah, this makes total sense. Yeah. And and it, it's just, uh, <laughs> even even when he's trying to, to like, um, do do this stuff, he, yeah, uh, because the, the Decapodians attack in their horseshoe crab ships, where they're pretty terrifying. And they look like, actually, like, I'm surprised that the Decapodians, um, were able to create such efficient things. Is it just that Zoidberg's the the uh, the dumb schlub? Like the rest of the race is pretty on their game, I guess. Because those those horseshoe crab ships were like they were intense. They fucked shit up. They didn't have yeah. marshmallows for the cocoa earlier, though. So no. you know. Well, I mean, that's true. <laughs> look, in Russia, marshmallows cocoa you. Originally, when the uh, ships were coming down, they were going to be destroying like full cities and stuff. Really, but they changed it because of nine eleven happened. No like shit. A year mm. and a month prior, and or you know, I mean, when they it aired, it was like if this they was December even, uh, of 02. There were the two Washington Monument towers. One well, of it was Clinton one of the Clinton. Went, that's what it was replaced mm. with, and mm. it was the tip being cut off of yeah. the yeah. Clinton Monument. <laughs> I was hilarious. I was wondering why just the tip got cut off. I mean, it sounds funny. Was that supposed to be like? Like a cigar reference, or whatever. But sure. but uh, opening the briefcase code, Zap goes to kiss the thing. It's like a lip print and like, <laughs> the no, lip tongue. no tongue. <laughs> I love Hugh Man <laughs> and Anson Hugh Man, uh, obviously a Decapodian. And uh, there's when something I w- strange about that recruit. Real quick, <laughs> when I was younger. Ensign, I thought that was like a name, and then like I would watch a lot of like you know like sci-fi stuff, yes, and they use that. Guy they keep talking and like, about. I'm like, wow, they keep reusing this name, and then I realized <laughs> that it was a title, and then they shortened it to Wesley. Shut <laughs> up, Wesley. <laughs> the, it, you know it, it is a name, uh, Potsy. On Happy Days, his real name is Anson Williams. It's spelled differently, right? Anson. Yeah. This is Ensign. Well, they say Anson. Ensign. Yeah. Ensign. It's, yeah, if you say Ensign, they'll know you're faking. They would have caught you man right away. <laughs> um, Even Crab walks out the door. Yeah, yeah he smells out. Like, the, the oven mitts, I think, yeah. are just like the best part. Yeah. He like, can't like grab the disc with his oven mitts. Uh, do, you, do you think... Um, there, well, God, it keeps... It took so many twists and turns. Um, the... the uh, Fry is once they're enslaved by the Decapodians, I was like, I'm no good at being a slave. But they were slaves before on Osiris 4. Oh, when right. Bender was a pharaoh. Like they've already had that same discussion. Because he was like, Oh, I I uh 
I have to do all this hard work and I don't even get paid for it or something. Like, <laughs> like that was, I mean, like it's happened before. So I, I wasn't sure if he was referencing that, but, um, then he, he, he's used the line. I had a headache with pictures before, hasn't he? When he's like, I'm trying to, he has an idea and he goes, I, I had one of those things. A headache with pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Something yeah. similar, a similar. Yeah, I don't remember I don't what remember. episode it was, but yeah, I remember thinking that when I was watching that today. Yeah, I it, was like, it felt familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think there's ever been a real thing as a sharkapult? <laughs> I don't know. I think do you think this is one. where they got the idea for Sharknado? They were thinking about a sharkapult. Yeah. This yeah. specific episode just spawned all <laughs> entertainment for the yep. next twenty that years. About right. That, it's sort of like the butterfly effect. But, uh, no, I, like, even when they're in that military museum or whatever with all the weapons, the spears were from, like, 2352 or something. <laughs> like, like, it was in the future from now, and it was, like, the spears. And they didn't really focus on that, but there's all the mm-hmm. other weird stuff. I just, uh, I, <laughs> I just love that they're just, like, they all saw that heat-seeking missile, and they're like, <gasps> the big reveal was the heat-seeking missile. I was, like... I couldn't remember what it was like yeah. watching it today, and I was like hoping it was going to be something better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Those are pretty impressive, really. I know, like I mean, a Gatling gun or something. Yeah, um, a Gatling gun of heat-seeking oh, missiles. Shit. Oh shit! Yeah, there we go. That's perfect. I like. I want a mobile oppression palace. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they were building the whole time. And what did he say about the uh, Pete, the we're mobile... sitting near mobile It's not yeah. mobile. It's, okay. That's the problem. This is just a stationary one. oppression palace. The I still haven't ones. built my angry dome. Me neither. <laughs> I could probably convert the shed out back into one, but it wouldn't be transparent. And that would be a problem. There's also a lot of spiders in there. Big ones. You should get them to build hmm. it out for you. I don't, they don't Enslave take, them. They don't take direction. I just think that the top of my mobile oppression palace would be the angry dome, so I could see. So <laughs> I could <laughs> see everything that makes me angry. <laughs> I could probably come. There's a little like, what's the difference between a gable and an eave? All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's one's arched, maybe. There's one of those Clark at the top gable? of my house in my daughter's bedroom. She's up in the attic. I could convert that, but the problem is the, the, the ceiling is very low. And then to get into that part, like, you actually have to step under. And I hit my head on it, like, every other day. I could actually, like, if I tiptoe, will hit my head on the ceiling. So it wouldn't be a good angry dome, because if I was, like, throwing fists and cursing the sky, I'd be hitting, like, ceilings. Mm-hmm. And that's not a very good angry dome. You have to have clearance for, like, full-fisted cursing with a full range of... Like, you have to be able to do the Westworld guy... I scream into a paper towel roll. Why? <laughs> Is that for making that pit bull noise? Oh, oh hey, the power's back. All right, we're going to switch back over, folks. And we're back. Uh, that was exciting. I How I still think it was a raccoon. Now? It could have been. Oh, my God. This is about to Tom's, Tom's broke the, the mic stand. It's a whole thing. Uh, everything's falling apart here at the House of Pod today. Um. So once once the mobile oppression palace is completed, the uh, it starts going on a rampage. The graphics with the mobile oppression palace were so cool. Mm-hmm. Like they they really threw out the money on that three D budget for that stuff. 
Um, and I love when they do that now. It happens more and more in this season. Like, it's been increasingly higher quality video. But um, the, uh, what was the... Uh, they crush... They ended up crushing Old Man Waterfall because he, he, he had the flag. He says, you can crush me, but you can't crush my spirit. So then he gets splat and he goes, oh, my spirit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and uh, then, then was it his daughter or his granddaughter comes out? Whoever the woman was to like mm -hmm. mourn him, maybe one of his wives, they don't say. It's, it's not. It's, uh, Wasn't she in the episode probably... with, with Beck? She no, no, I no. She, she will not be back until one of the movies. But she's oh, also voiced movie. by That's Phil right. Hendry. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Which, uh, it's another uh, waterfall. It's a uh, probably great granddaughter, maybe granddaughter. Oh, I thought okay. she did she say uncle? Maybe in the uncle? episode. Oh, yeah. I think oh, she yeah. said my great uncle. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's all there's a lot of waterfalls. Well, polygamy. <laughs> <laughs> um. But he, he got to keep the waterfall uh, family pure. Yes. I mean, just. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they use a lot of patchouli. Just as a They're Futurama's thing. version of the Targaryens. You think? No, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> I was just trying to. Th maybe, maybe. The, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to. Maybe like... the Lannisters. Anybody that just has. <laughs> oh, they, both, they both did that. I mean, <laughs> I know. you're not wrong. That's why I just said the Targaryens, but. I mean, they were they were, you know, they're they're both pretty good looking, <laughs> on either side. Yeah, it's, those waterfalls, man, they just <laughs> <laughs> they got they got some really strong genes. Uh, the best he, is that the voice sounds like a just like a male waterfall doing a female yeah, <laughs> yeah. Water, like, voice. So we've talked about it before, but like that's part of Phil Hendry's whole thing is he does the multiple voices, but many of his characters are women. And so, like, that's just a stock voice out of his thing. And I, I forget, you know, I was just listening to someone else on something, and they were talking about Phil Hendry. And they sat in on his show and were like, they were a comic who was on his show as a guest. And then he did two separate voices. So it was a panel of four people. It was Phil Hendry himself, Phil playing two other people in real time. The other guest... And then before they started, he's like explaining to the audience, okay, this is fake. These two people are not real. They're characters. And they still have people call in like outraged because they don't understand that the characters he's playing in real time are <laughs> fake people. <laughs> and that's like the brilliance of his show is like he, he just kept trying and trying and trying to bring it down to lowest common denominator and people <laughs> don't get it. So, and in the end, uh, Old Man Waterfall gets the satanic funeral he wanted, which was it's nice. <laughs> With some booze. I kind of want a satanic funeral. <laughs> I want a satanic funeral. Boo! <laughs> he's, he's, he doesn't care. That's the real beauty of him. Is He's so, like, he's just true to himself. Like Zoidberg in that re regard, I guess. They're kindred spirits. Well, that's um, why Zoidberg says, Moivin, you've... You've crushed my lawyer. <laughs> he was the only one that would defend me when no one else would. All of this slavery and oppression is schmutzing up the freedomless. <laughs> and then, of course, the heat-seeking missile doesn't work because they're cold-blooded. Cold -blooded. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so is the mobile oppression palace. Right, uh, that makes sense. I don't know how heat-seeking missiles actually work. Like, what do they actually seek? Heat. 
I know that, but like, how do they work? Like, I, I mean, if you, you like, know, like, shoot an, one, you know, like, like an, like, okay, the predator, when they just go into the sun, cause that's the hottest thing the, that's, that's around. too far away. Too far away. <laughs> it's too far away. The predator has that infrared vision. Mm-hmm. It's like that. It can, you know, it has an infrared sort of radar or something that can detect the hottest area in its, you know, vicinity. If it's shot out of a plane at another plane, the jets on that other plane are going to be the hottest fucking thing in the stratosphere because it's real cold up in the sky. So then you've got fire burning in the sky and a missile that's seeking the hottest thing around, which will be the fire in front of it that's burning in the sky. And that's how it works. What if there's a bird on fire right next to that plane? The bird is fucked. Okay. I mean, or delicious. That should that should be a new military strategy. If there's a heat-seeking missile, you let a bird on fire and throw it outside your well, see, plane. Since the since the decapodians are cold-blooded, wouldn't the heat-seeking missile have just crashed right into all of the humans standing right. on the road? Right. That's yeah. what I thought. I just kept it flying around looking for something. Well, except, except here, I'm gonna I'm gonna ground this. All right. There were so many people around, it would create a uniform temperature signature, okay. and therefore there would not be a specific hot point within it. True. Oh. Okay. I can, t- I can, I'll accept it. Unless I was in that crowd, because I'm usually 10 to 15 <laughs> degrees hotter than everything around me. I'm surprised I haven't combusted yet. Um, but that, that would, you know, it's, it's 1970s technology, Tom, and this isn't the year 3000 and one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I'm surprised it still worked at all. But then, that you know, it's cartoon license where it's like doing all the loop-de-loos and back around and it can't find a target. I mean, eventually it's just going to go in a pattern. I don't, I don't think that a heat-seeking missile can be like going forward and then automatically loop around and go back and do some kind of zigzaggery. No, if it missed it, I would think that it would just Yeah, then going. it just keeps going until it's done or finds another hot target. But, like... If like, it's in the if it's in the those two birds the trajectory to begin love. with, real hot birds, also <laughs> delicious hot birds. I wonder if there's some perv chef that's made a dish of like two birds. Isn't that what a turducken is? Well, that's, <laughs> guess what's happening <laughs> at Thanksgiving this year? That's more like birds fisting each other. Uh-oh. This is this, whatever you're into. <laughs> I mean, I just I just mean more like, I mean, first of all, the mechanics of bird sex is a whole other thing too have you ever caught like little sparrows no it? it's it, it's like <laughs> there's a you know if the if your heel the heel of your hand is the tail there's like this kind of thing going on it's very strange it usually looks like they're fighting but with hmm. their butts okay um i mean so to, so to come up with some sort of like craft is that what you tell your daughter we're just fighting with our butts. This Sorry. is the, the birds and the bees, quite literally. I, I wish I was that limber. When a bird loves a bird very much, it fights the other bird with its butt. Uh, but, you know, like, you go to a fancy restaurant where maybe, like, they serve the bird with the whole, you know, the whole bird, like a mm-hmm. roast goose with the neck and everything, to, like, kick it up a notch you could have. I've never been to a restaurant to, like that. There's, like, a bunch of them downtown in Asia Town. You ever you, seen... um? Christmas story where they go to the oh, the yeah. Chinese it's restaurant the and yeah. it's the duck and it's it's looking at us and then the guy just oh it's delicious it's delicious. duck is so good it really is yeah if you go to Liwa uh huh you can get like they have like the duck like hanging up on a on a I rack I don't, don't want to <laughs> see that it's great it's great well they they bring it to your they don't bring the whole duck to your table they bring you like a little like they chop it up chopped up 
You know the downside to duck? Mm. It's bony. Yeah. But the parts that aren't bony are so good. It's a, it's a tough protein to cook. Yeah. That's why you got to stick it inside the chicken. Or wait, no, the chicken goes in the duck. <laughs> yes. I ran over a duck in a kayak once. (laughs) (laughs) How is that physically possible? He was trying to outrun me. I could not see a right, and I just ran him over. Did he get hurt? No, I think he popped back up okay. I mean, that's what I think. What I mean, I think he just ducked his head. Be like, yeah, he ducked. (laughs) (laughs) They're literally Uh. named after that. That's what they do, Tom. Or is ducking named after the duck sticking their head underwater? Oh, shit. Somebody get Merriam-Webster on the line. <laughs> um, Someone call the dictionary. Yeah, call the dictionary. <laughs> well, they're, they're too busy tweeting at the president. <laughs> um, but I, I like the... Uh, <laughs> there's, there's a line after, um, say, all eyes on Zoidberg, and then someone throws <laughs> eyes at him. <laughs> What I missed that part. No, it, I, there was a uh, there was some line where where Zoidberg gets up and goes, "All eyes on Zoidberg," and then like eyes got like eyeballs. Ew! Hit him like, they, like yeah. Did you guys not catch that, or am I misremembering it? I didn't catch it, but I was probably looking at like my notes, well, writing yeah, something. Right? I probably missed it because I could see that happening. But. Uh, <laughs> And then Fry's like, Fry, I used to think you were cool, Zoidberg. No, you didn't. (laughs) No one ever thought Zoidberg was cool, ever. He was always lovable. In fact, Bender hated him before before hating him. Yeah, he says it earlier in the episode. I've been hating Zoidberg since before it was cool. So Bender is the source of hipsters. A little bit. He's he's definitely got sort of insufferableness to him. God, don't call Bender a hipster and... To his face. You can call him a garbage can full of sparks, though. <laughs> <laughs> That'll put him in his place. Um, but, yeah, so, it, I mean, all's well that ends well. Zoidberg lights the flag on fire <laughs> in order to save everyone by shoving it into the, the mobile oppression palace, and then the heat-seeking missile crashes into it and blows it up. Yay! And then he gets asked to demonstrate his flag-eating skills in front of everybody at the celebration. Let's get a picture of you eating the flag for tomorrow's newspaper. <sighs> I feel, I just, I feel like that's, that's how dumb we are now. And this is 20 years old. We've just gotten dumber. Mm. I wonder what the Shroud of Turin tastes like. <laughs> yeah, dusty. I would say dusty. <laughs> Has that been officially? Dry. It's been debunked. Yeah. Who made it? Has I don't that, know the some, guy's has name. Has that part been Some bunked? nuns in the year 1400 or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's, uh. A very nice person. <laughs> Who wanted to fool everyone yes. with a fake Christ shroud. Yes. Yeah. No. I remember seeing that thing in grade school when I like came to like the Cleveland whatever museum it probably came to. Was it like a traveling show? Yeah. Was it a replica or the real thing? It might have been a replica. I don't know. I mean, it turns out the real thing was a replica too. Right, so... <laughs> <laughs> Come see the traveling Turin. Yeah, reliquary is such a, it's just such a weird thing. Like, they used to cut up saints and then distribute the pieces around just so you could be like, oh, no, we got St. Anthony's uh, pinky toe. And they encase it in gold. 
and then they'd sh- you know shake it out in front of everybody a couple times a year, and people would like faint and get all the the vapors and everything about it. I mean, that sounds like a cool collectible item. Well, I want St. Anthony's pinky toe. They probably sell it at that shop in Brooklyn that they made the TV show about, <laughs> with the the bone guy with the floppy hair and the the waistcoats. Yeah, you know okay. I'm about? No, not a clue. Is it no called what you're saying? Oddities or that's something? That's the one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good show. Is it on Bravo or one of those? Uh, it might be... Is it uh, Arts and Entertainment or something. Yeah. It's on Cinemax. No. <laughs> he's not that kind of bone guy. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure he's that kind of bone guy. Well, wink. Maybe privately. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, it's, it's a... Uh, you know, like a junk and oddity shop. So they have a lot of taxidermy and weird stuff and whatever. And it's sort of like Antiques Roadshow. For no, I know, I'm familiar with what yeah. it is. But um, I, hold on. Yeah. Before you go any further, Pete. Yes. I have a question that we have not asked a guest in a quite a while. Fuck. Hmm. You ready? Ready for this? <laughs> Hit me. How did you get into Futurama? You're right. Oh. Did you watch it from the original, or did you watch it after it was I come watched and gone? it after it had cut. Well, I, I probably started it when... See, my timeline's all messed up, because I didn't start it like when it was on originally. Um, so I probably started it when I was in college. Would it still yeah. have been first run, or would this have been after syndication on Comedy Central or something? Probably after syndication. Okay. I'm Where were you at when this youngling. show came out? What what year? It originally aired in 99. Yes, 99. December something, 1999. Oh, well, then I would have been um, at my parents' house opening presents like a good little child <laughs> under the Christmas tree. What? Did you believe in Santa or did you not believe in Santa? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I did not believe in Santa because um, calling you out, Michaela Hawkins, <laughs> you told me that Santa wasn't real and I will never that forgive you. That bitch doesn't know what she's talking Slurm about. Slurm slam. Oh. That, okay. I wish I had a noise for that. <laughs> yeah. Slurm slam. Everyone take a moment here. We'll just get real quiet so we can add in the slurm slam in post. <laughs> it's so. All right. I, I mean, like, feel free to, like, I don't, you know, if you don't want to say how old you are, that's fine. Oh, and we're not no, I, like, I didn't know. I just didn't need to be no, specific. No, um, it, it's like, uh, I was like in college. I think, no, I was out of college when the show first started airing because as we previously established, I'm old. I was in elementary school. Okay, and Tom I was, was in high school. I was 11 in 1999. Oh, I'm the youngest person here. I'm between yeah. the 18 I was nine and 40-year-old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so. I'm, I'm above that demographic. <laughs> um, no, so I'm, that would make sense because, it, I yeah. mean, it it probably wasn't even on until like after your bedtime at that point. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I, like my, my parents were like, for some reason, like really had to a bone to pick with like raunchy cartoons. Like I wasn't allowed to watch like the Simpsons. Oh yeah. I was oh, yeah. see. I wasn't allowed either. Oh, we like, had opposite was... parents. <laughs> 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 my dad was like, Hey, when I get off work, let's eat pork rinds and watch Space Ghost. And I'm like, that sounds cool, Dad. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, John and Nina Colette were um, good Catholics. Are you getting paid every time you say their name or something? <laughs> no. I just like to give people a, a reference point to know, cause so they don't have to go at Claire's mom and dad. That's fine. Yeah, but they were they were uh, good Catholics with strong morals that didn't uh, didn't care for the the wicked ways of. Bart um, Simpson was very disrespectful. He would say things like "Eat my shorts" and "Don't have a cow, man." That was completely unacceptable. I would have gotten a mouthful of soap. You should have heard what my daughter said to me today. <laughs> we, Yo, we, uh, Dad, did you know there's a blackout? <laughs> That's well, what, yeah. One no, thing she is, said. This was, this was earlier this morning when we were having a fight about picture day. Um, it was picture day today? It was picture day today. Fuck, oh. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> you guys all missed it. You wore that? Um, What's wrong with this? <laughs> it's, it's ratty, Tom. It's a ratty pavers t-shirt. Um. No, I mean, because, like, like, I certainly don't curtail my swearing or anything around her. And we basically established, like, the George Carlin rules. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you can say whatever you want to say around the house. You have to understand that if you say it outside the doors, you will incur consequences that we may or may not be able to help you about. So don't say that <laughs> shit outside of our house. And even then, like, cool it when you're telling us to, like, fuck off. You're eight. <laughs> Watch your fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, like, I, I, I would be lying if I didn't find it adorable when, like, we're in the house, she's like, Dad, it's really fucking cold in here. <laughs> it's fantastic. That's how you know it's really cold. Yeah. Like, and, but I'm, again, I'm just like, no, it's not. I'm turning down the air conditioner a little bit more because it's too hot. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, you must have come into it then. If you were in college, that would have been definitely post-cancellation, second oh, yeah. run at least. Yeah. Um, but then then how how did your relationship with the show develop? or Or was it just a casual thing? Or made you date um, really? for a long time, or yeah. Well, uh, we were seeing other people for a while, and sure. then things started to get serious. Um, no, I think like being like I went to art school, so a lot of my time was staying up late, consuming unsafe amounts of energy drinks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, Been there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. painting, <laughs> and you need something going on in the background while you're working. Otherwise, you're just gonna go banana balls crazy yeah so it just usually ended up being like whatever was whatever like funny shit we could find to you know like stream or whatever in the background i don't really remember but like somehow we ended up just watching like copious amounts of futurama and like arrested development god Sorry, can I, can no. I not plug another show on No, this? no, no, no. I, I'm actually, I mean, there's a couple different threads going on here. One of them is like, I think I was already divorced from my first wife by the time Arrested Development came out. <laughs> like, I was in art school. But then we, we, uh, we've had like a string of art school people on the show lately. Uh, and Michelle is a former art school student herself. Oh, and yeah. it kind of makes me want to start like a whole other podcasts of just talking to art school people yes. about the fucked up shit that happened at yep. art school. It, oh, I have a lot of stories. I, yeah. <laughs> We've only got about 60 episodes left, so that's on deck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can invite me a year after, uh, a year from now when you start that podcast. Oh, uh, we will, we will get into it. Cause that, I mean, I just feel like that would be, it, I mean, just your stories from a couple weeks ago about like the baked potato project. Mm-hmm. And then like the, uh, the the posse of professor shouter downers yes. is th- just those yeah. like that that took up 20 minutes on an episode about <laughs> futurama 
I, and there's always like the one older dude who uh, is in the photo classes because he wants to take nude photos of young girls. Always. Uh, Every time. 100% not surprising. Yeah. Are they still signing up for classes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me of another story that I'll save for a different episode. Oh, boy. Tune in next week. Same, so, uh, same creepy time, <laughs> same creepy channel. So uh, after, I mean, I guess so here we are, because I, I guess when we met at that Halloween party last year. Um, she was, was under age and you were feeding her copious amounts of alcohol. You no, know, <laughs> I was talking hey to uh, former former guest Zachariah Dirt, who was in his uh, Edward Scissorhands costume. Which was awesome. It was pretty intense, right? Yeah. I love how you talk about this Halloween party. Like, I know what's all about it. I don't. It's. I was not. Well, I've talked about it a bunch. Um, I know what it is. I know. Is. I'm, I'm trying. Just I'm just trying to set the scene. But I was talking to Zach. I still I feel about bad the show. that I wasn't there. And you're like, you have a Futurama podcast. I, I, I think I gave you a business card even because I was prepared. No, I, I don't Are think. You, I think. He, I just was like, oh, tell me about your podcast, and then, I will go he, find it. And then I was like, I will. We'll have you on as a guest. And now here we are. It's like full circle on this crazy episode with power outages and everything. Like. Now we've we've made it happen. Uh, it is not normally this eventful. It's usually, it's, we need like a heavenly choir coming in. Can you fix that in post, Tom? Oh yeah, awesome. <laughs> with the with the slam well, and the, the we'll choir. fix it in post. Yeah. Um, so uh, that being said, you are an artist, which is really like where this all kind of stemmed from, I think. So do you do you have Pete? Aren't we all artists in our own way? <laughs> no, I paid a lot of money to no. become an yeah. artist. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. the fuck out. So, I mean, you're I'm like, just kidding. You're, you're a professional artist bullshit with a website artist. and stuff. Yeah, I, I, bullshit artist that defines what I do very well. So, um, what? I, as far as I'm aware, you're an illustrator. Um, yeah. Tracer. It's, yeah, it's really interesting stuff. If you I'm feel like, uh, I'm just you Claire's gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to tell us about that some and how people can find it. Oh, um, well, I have um, all all the social media that I can handle, which is like Twitter, um, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Oh yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I guess Etsy? I guess actually, okay, so like my Etsy store is empty right now but i promised myself that i'm going to populate it before this episode comes out because i'm poor and i just bought a house and i need money do it yeah um no but and I christmas do. is coming yeah. and other holidays from other religions that aren't uh you know saturating our country right like thanksgiving mm -hmm. yeah i give everyone a thanksgiving present of art from claire colette yes perfect um but yeah so like i have like instagram and twitter and uh Facebook, um, I guess, like, Instagram is the one that I... Oh, and Tumblr, if you're, you know, part of, like, the 16 and under crowd. Uh, everyone at this table. Not me. <laughs> What's a tumble? Yeah. I don't... T tumble? It means something very different to my generation. <laughs> I can assure you. A tumbler, isn't that like a glass that you put beer in? Wine or whiskey. <laughs> Any or, liquid beverage. Yeah, anything wet. Yeah. It, as long as it'll go down the gullet, it's Where's fine. the thing that you pick bingo numbers out of? Oh, God. So That's a hopper. My, so my day job... It's a tumbler. Um, it tumbles. My day job is um, I'm a bingo 
designer. Um, I work for a bingo company and I design bingo supplies for that was team. not that's a, awesome. oh my god. That was not a leeway, but <laughs> that's even why great. did you not lead with that an hour and a half ago? <laughs> um yeah, so like I work for the largest bingo manufacturer in the world. Based they're based out of Cleveland. That's not surprising. <laughs> and yeah, I know. Like it's a real, real competitive market. There's so many companies. No, like yeah, we're just like this. Do you get to pick where the numbers go on the cards? I do not. That's not oh. my job. But like I design um mostly like pull tab games, which are basically um the the, the devil's uh, game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, like the little, like the little, like lottery in the VFW hall. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, exactly. Yes. That's like they, like oh, yeah. they love to talk about their VFW halls. Um, wow. When I, when I was <laughs> down in Florida, uh, the club I was at had pull off tabs. I spent um, probably about hundred dollars on pull off tabs. I wonder if you just doubled my money, but still, I I got a, a probably a, a fraction of a penny from that. Um, you, get, you get royalties? <laughs> no, God, no. No, it would be great if I did. Um, no, my job mostly consists of, like, drawing um, drunk dudes and tits. Uh, oh, these were not the ones I pulled. Carefully, carefully disguised tits and lots of patriotic shit. Um, <laughs> so it'd be, like, flag, flag, oh, boobies. Boobs. Yeah. No, like, we, we got a whole, like, bunch. Of, like, we get basically, like, game titles, and they're just like, draw something. And some of the game titles, it's really hard to not like come up with a raunchy illustration for that game. Like, <laughs> who's you the get, target audience here with this? Like, game? like old dudes, like old dudes that go to the right. VFW. So they want to like, see. They, like, we had a game called like. A, there's a legendary game in uh, the art department that was called Hard Salami. <laughs> <laughs> like, and we just got a whole bunch of games. It was just like one was like Whip It Good. <laughs> or like whip it out or something absurd like that. And it's just like, how do you expect to not? What is the department get... that's coming up with the names? Uh, it's a pervy old guy with a cigar. <laughs> it talks you... like that, see? <laughs> Why don't we call this one hard salami? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, new product development, I believe. Or I don't know. I, I don't know what any of the, I, I barely even like. <laughs> Are these? My... Are they like eight-year-olds? What if, what, what, <laughs> what, what if the big reveal was it was like Johnny Ive or Tim Cook <laughs> just moonlighting? Like they have, a, they have an anonymous Gmail account that they just send just titles send from. Just send in titles. <laughs> it's, it's just like the most low-rent, like weird niche thing. I mean, like, that's insane. Yeah. I'm so excited that that's even a job. Yeah, it's Much a job. Lo- someone, that, someone has to draw that shit. Wow. So you're actually, like, you got a job with your art school degree, so it's a win-win. It's not only just a job, it's like... It's a success story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I actually, like, I'm a working artist. I mean, like, I'm still starving, don't get me wrong. Sure. But, I mean... We all are one way or another, metaphysically, physically... Mm -hmm. Bankily, <laughs> bankily. <laughs> I mean, except I'm, you with your heist plan, but we have to wait until Freedom Day. Just, I'm starved for everything except for food because I just can't get enough of that. Um, but yeah, like the, yeah, it's just hmm. I, I, I do bingo. Can I just send you unsolicited names? I'll frame it so it's not just like I'm sending weird, dirty, suggestive phrases to you. I'll be like, here's some potential <laughs> names to use, royalty free. I like, I could just spend. She doesn't hours. get to pick the names. Well, I could I could suggest them. Oh. Um, the chances oh. of them getting picked, I don't know. There's some 
like there's some question of like how much like authority I can have over like I don't have like total autonomy over what games I get to design, but like suggestions don't. How hurt. many how many people do what you do at the company you work for? Um there are like eight of us. And that, well, and then there's like, you know, different like extensions of like what we do that's like not specifically like draw, like the people who like just draw like the art for these games. There are like eight of us who who do a lot. This is so much more fascinating to me than a cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll have to, we have to do the art school spinoff, I think, because that's like. That's yeah, that's such a so right. I'm there are so many people with so many art school stories that yeah. we could really that would be popular. Lock, that would be successful. That just uh, go to drink and draw and just be like sign up here people. <laughs> Perfect. So uh you told us about the accounts. I don't think you gave us the actual address where people oh, can find yeah, you. Oh yeah, so uh if you want to see my art, you can go to clairecolat.com. Uh Yeah, and then I have um Instagram Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, I'm no, not Facebook. I am Claire Colat um, for all of those things except for Facebook, which <laughs> is Claire Colat Illustration, because I think I like accidentally made an account and deleted it, and then technically like the URL is used or something, uh, and I can't, oops. I can't like go back. I no take back. Damn you, Zuckerberg. So like. <laughs> I am Claire Colad on everything except for Facebook, but that's fine because Facebook is basically just where like my Instagram like dumps its feed. Perfect. It's, it's a twofer. Really. Yeah. It's like, it's Instagram for my mom and <laughs> my grandma, my grandma will comment on it. Like, this is great, honey. Love you. <laughs> and then wait, is this your, this, but these aren't the pull out tab bingo. Cards no, no, I'm not allowed to really like post that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to, I'm just going to be thinking about that for days. Just, just that, that whole operation. What's the weirdest thing you've ever, ever drawn for that? Oh God. Um, let's see. I had to draw a sexy horse recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's actually probably a pretty tame one. I just, I, I have to draw so much stuff that like, I can't even remember. Was, was it a boy horse or a girl horse? Oh, it was called, uh, it was a, it was a drinking game called Suds and Studs. <laughs> so it was a drinking sexy horse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I should actually I should probably not be uh, saying that, but um, oh well. I don't think anyone at my company listens to these podcasts. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to have them all on now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, all all of that being said. Uh, I am a fan of your art. I think other people will be too if they go and check it out. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us uh, with all the excitement today, blackouts and and all kinds of things. Um, Thanks for having me. You are you are welcome and welcome to come back. Uh, you know, probably in about a year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is all worked out. We'll 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 call you. We'll be in touch. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll. I mean, we'll put it on the. You're still on the spreadsheet. Once you're on, you don't get off. Oh, okay. So now you move into the section of people that have been on the show, and then it, there's another column, and it's very complicated. Organization. Once everyone else go, comes on for another at least four times each. <laughs> yes. Then right. you can come on for your second time. Cool. Yeah. So I will see you guys in five years. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, awesome. Season nine, episode 
six. Cool. I'll start doing my research now. Perfect. <laughs> uh, we can be found at slurmcast.com. All of our episodes are posted there along the links of our other social media pieces and our T Public t shirt. Oh my God. If you ever wanted to design a Futurama t shirt, you could host it in our site and get paid when people buy or it. Or you could probably just host it on your guys, own site and get paid. Guys, please. Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah? Yes. No, and I would Can buy I? one. So you would have one sale, and we would have one sale. And we, and we, you guys would all just share one T-shirt? <laughs> I'd get an extra, extra, extra and, large. We'd and, all sit around wearing it while we're doing the podcast. At the same time, though. It has <laughs> to get fit all the way t-shirt. around the table so that all of us can wear it at once. It's going to have to be an F shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we'd share the three pennies that we'd get off it, too. I think you, you would get, like, 60 pennies or something. Oh, man. I know. That's, It'd like, a, almost a candy bar. If you I'm sign pretty sure up for, the... Uh, the payout is better than Spotify is for bands, though. Uh, I, yeah, that's not hard to beat. Um, so, yeah, uh, we have our public links on Slurmcast.com. We can be found on Facebook. We are on Twitter and Instagram at SlurmcastPod. We can be emailed at Gmail. Uh, uh, our Gmail account is SlurmcastPod at Gmail.com. I, I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. Um, call, text, send multimedia messages at... Uh, 216-438-1077, extension 9842. No extensions. No, <laughs> yeah, oh there's no extensions. Um, and, shit, what am I forgetting? Rate and review us on iTunes. Yes. That's all. And then we will be uh, back in your ears again soon. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.